What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. You know, healthy and alive. Still in the middle of a pandemic, so, you know, mm-hmm. I guess that's important. Yeah, yeah, it is. Still in the middle of a pandemic that, yeah, we're, we're being we're being lectured to from upon high by all the uh, the experts. We have an expert coming on later on this afternoon. We've, we've got an admin from, uh, let us just put it this way, we have a medical administrator coming on this afternoon. So he's going to be joining us today, uh, as well as Marty. He'll be joining us today, and we're going to talk about all of the upcoming regulations we're going to be seeing in the UK, and we're going to talk about uh, what's going on as it relates to each individual country. We're going to get into some counts. We're going to get into some classifications. We're going to get into possibly what could we what we could be seeing coming next uh, and what kind of agenda we're seeing. We're going to get their take on uh, on everything this afternoon. So be sure to check or be sure to join us later on this afternoon. But this morning, we're not talking about any of that stuff. Well, maybe we should. Maybe we should just should we just do one thing? Should we just do one thing? One COVID related thing? You think that's too much to ask? Yeah, I mean, no, we can do one. Yeah. Okay. Michigan man refused service for not wearing a mask, stabs a customer, is fatally shot by a deputy. Right. The amount of hysteria that I'm seeing here, it's it's off the charts. It's absolutely off the charts. A Michigan man refused service for not wearing a mask amid the pandemic early on Tuesday morning, stabbed another customer before he was shot by a sheriff's deputy. Right. Uh, and Over a the mask. worst part is yeah, over a mask, over a mask. And worst part is this is like 100 miles outside of town. So it's not, like you can see I want to put this up so you can see it. Where are we? There we go. So look at the look at the place where it's at. It's just a, it's like a, it's like a general store that's just off uh-huh. on the side of the street corner somewhere. So it's not like this is some big, you know, whatever, some big shopping center where you've got hundreds of people. You've got maybe five, six cars in the parking lot. And that's all it is. So he goes into the store at 6.45 a.m., probably to get a cup of coffee without wearing a mask. A 77-year-old customer asked him to cover his face. The man refused to put on a mask, so the store asked him to leave. Okay, I draw the line there, right? It's a business's right to do that. He then stabbed the customer who asked him to put on a mask. So the sheriffs were called down, the Eaton County sheriffs were called down to uh, try and track down this guy. They pulled him over on a residential street in a neighboring township around 30 minutes later. The suspect immediately exited the vehicle and walked towards the deputy with a knife in hand, ready to attack the deputy. Oh, you shouldn't have done that. The deputy attempted to increase distance by backing up and subsequently shot and injured the suspect. Suspect was transported to a local hospital and died during surgery. Yeah, you you, you don't want to do that. You, you don't want to charge a police officer in general, knife or no knife, you don't want to do that. So they released the video. Uh, the state police released the video uh, of the uh, the confrontation. It appeared to show the man approaching the deputy. The deputy could be heard screaming, drop the knife, drop the weapon several times in the footage. Uh, and the guy didn't do it. So, I mean, I'm sorry, but you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done that. That officer was justified in taking that action that he did. So what do you think of this? I mean, the incident itself never should have gotten to this point. But you see the hysteria that's in people. You see the actual hysteria that's in people. It's pushing people to the breaking point. It's pushing society to the breaking point. This is ridiculous. Why? Why has it gotten? To, I, I, I mean, I understand why it's gotten to this point. But why is it getting to this point? Seriously, people like 
we knew this was going to happen anyway. Like we've talked about this with the uh, the credit system, social credit scoring. When you, when you get to the point that you're on the outs of the, you know, your your score is really low or whatever, and then it doesn't matter anymore. This is the kind of actions that's going to happen. And this is a prime example of it. He's technically on the outs of the social credit scoring system because he's not willing to comply. So what does he do? Resorts to violence. It's kind of basic human nature, right? So it's terrible. You shouldn't have attacked a cop at the same time over a mask. This is stupid. Like, come on, seriously. And then they're going to obviously the the argument's going to be, well, you you know, you should wear a mask in public because there's other people around. For example, the uh, the gentleman that asked him to wear a mask, you know, he's older in the more, mm-hmm. you know, risk prone age. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if you're concerned about catching COVID-19. Don't go in public. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's a bad situation. I, I I hate to see it happen. But at the same time, it's getting out of hand uh, with the, the it is. mask it is. wearing. So Ghislaine Maxwell, we talked about her yesterday. Yeah. The, uh, mm-hmm. the, the fixer for Epstein, a federal judge denied bail for Ghislaine Maxwell, a British socialite accused of facilitating the sexual abuse of young girls by her former boyfriend, Jeffrey Epstein, the now dead investor. Uh-huh. So her lawyers proposed that she be released on $5 million bond, and prosecutors wanted her detained without bail, calling her an extreme flight risk. Well, she was. She was. She is. Yeah. We, we talked about that yesterday. Yeah. She holds three passports, which you can't even do that. I, I, don't know, I don't know how she even has that ability, but I mean, people like her, they, they don't have boundaries and passports. They don't live by the rules that the rest of us live by. Right. She is an extreme flight risk. And as you stated yesterday, Bruce, she moved, what, 36 times? From the time that Correct, Epstein yeah. was off until until now. So uh-huh. now she moved in the U.S. She didn't leave the country that we know of. Right. But either way, that's too much of a risk to take at this point. She has entered a plea of not guilty. A judge said that her trial is set to begin July 12th of 2021. So a year from now, we will have the trial to begin. Because, I mean, this is going to be... This is going to be a big one. This is going to be a big one. So she will be held in jail until next year, which I hope she's got some fantastic protection there. We need to get, as I said yesterday, we need to get some Secret Service. We need to get some U.S. Marshals on that protection because we need to make sure that this one's well sealed up and well sat on. We can't let this one get away. Sorry. Yeah, that's honestly with a year long. I mean, I I know it's going to take a while to get the case together and everything, and but She's going to be sitting in jail for a year. That's uh, a year that she could be Epstein. You know, I mean, uh, I've seen photographs of his jail cell after um, after he committed suicide. And uh, it didn't quite look like it was uh, he attempted or uh, suicide. It, it looked more like uh, no. there was a scuffle that went on in there or something because uh, it was it was much too messy to be uh, and everything upturned and everything. So now it, it, it looked. It looked a little suspect, shall we say. So I, yeah, well, I hope she has good uh, protection. Yeah, yeah, I, I do too. So we, we need to uh, need to make sure that that one's... Uh, we, we need to make sure that this one gets in front of a camera and starts singing. Mm-hmm. So that's what needs to happen with this one. Anyway, all right. Uh, Amazon, right? Amazon's popped out with a new gadget, yeah? We've seen Amazon stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've seen Amazon stores. Some cities have Amazon stores. You know, the ones where you walk in and you walk out? Everybody, I mean, the thing just knows what you've bought, what you've picked up, and you walk out of the store. Now they have these carts that they're going to be putting out 
in supermarket lines. So what are these things? So uh, the store you're referencing, I think they have one in Seattle, I, I believe. Yeah. And they yep. use cameras and sensors and whatnot to track what you've picked up and you know what you walk out with. Uh, the cart's going to do a similar thing. The, the cart has cameras, scales, other sensors on board that attracts what you put in the cart, and it will list on a display what you've picked up. And essentially, you'll be able to walk out of the store with that, and it'll charge your Amazon account uh, directly. So bypassing uh, cashiers, uh, uh, you know, and and going straight to this uh, this kind of a system. Now, the the store that they're they're wanting to bring this into is in L.A. Uh, it's going to be a, it's a new supermarket they're working on. Uh, it'll be later this year, and they said that um, the. Store will still have cashiers, but you know if you want to bypass the line, then you can uh, use one of these carts. Do I have to wear a mask before the cart will allow me to push it? <laughs> you know, with with the way things are going and how this is going to be the new normal, yeah, uh, it wouldn't surprise me. I didn't sign up for a new normal, man. I don't know about you, but I didn't sign up for a new normal. And uh, no, I didn't either. Yeah, there, there's going to be some scores to settle after this one's over and done with. I assure you. But uh, this this thing right here. Honestly, I could see this. I could see this taking over in stores in general, not just Amazon. Amazon, obviously, they'll be like a pioneer of this technology. But I see other supermarket chains picking up this kind of thing, don't you? I mean, in the future, obviously, as, as time progresses. Yeah, if, if uh, people continue, you know, we're we're assuming everything continues the same way it is, like, uh, you know, going to the store and buying your produce there and not having it directly delivered, um, you know, new normal after all. But assuming that everything remains the same, then, uh, yeah, I could definitely see uh, stores picking this up just just for the convenience um, aspect of things. Uh, and and honestly, it's less overhead if you, you know, automating everything the way that they're talking about automating. They're, they're having like um, robot janitors go in and they, they like clean floors and all that, you know, using the robot uh, won't be long and you'll have restocking will be done by uh, by machine. So uh, I, I can see them automating this and then getting rid of the need for cashiers. And then, you know, obviously you'd, you'd probably still have like uh, for returns or, you know, customer service, you'd still have people around and people to uh, monitor and, and, you know, maintain the, the machines. But that's a much smaller overhead than what what is currently there. So, yeah, I, I my my. My feeling is this is going to be the new future. I don't know if this is good or bad. I really don't. It's hard for me to say because I'm sympathetic to the person that's going to lose their job. Just mm -hmm. like we saw with these these cashier things, like you, you've gotten rid of. I mean, you have the self-checkout stuff now. So you've essentially you've put five people, six people, 10 people out of work. Uh, I, I agree. But at the same time, think of all the people you don't have to come in contact with and how many people's lives you're saving because they're not being exposed to COVID-19. Oh, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I heard a solution to COVID-19. I heard a solution. You ready for it? Let's hear it. It's 100 percent infection rate. We've all got it. Let's go. Let's let's get let's just <laughs> right. let's get on with everything else. Look, we all have it. Let's just accept it. And then we'll just get on with our lives. Well, that's just, something you know, we've talked about. GPs said. You know, everybody's going to get it. it. This isn't going away. This is going to come back every flu season. It's just another flu and everybody's going to get it. So what you're saying is let's just get on with life, huh? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, just get on with it. it life is normal. This is been so saying it's another it flu. Start. OK, been saying it since the start, man. You're absolutely right. All right. So the comet Neo wise, you know, the one where it was going to kill everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's lit up the night sky. Uh, now, I haven't seen it yet. Can you still see it? Is that possible? Can we still see it tonight? 
Uh, I'm looking out my window. Oh, let's see. My office here. Can we can we still see it? But it's putting on a once in a lifetime display as it crosses outside of Earth or, or as it crosses outside of Earth's orbit on its way back to the outer parts of the solar system. So it's one of these things that uh, that comes through. I don't even know how often this thing comes through, but it's in between us and the moon now, right? It's like seventy six thousand miles away or something. I don't think the the uh, comet's going to get that close to us. I think that was an asteroid that was coming shortly thereafter. Okay. So let's see. Today is 14th, it says it, so yeah, you should be able to see it. I still think. see it? Okay. It says the comet's core might be seen with the naked eye. The tail is more easily seen with binoculars. After it fades from view in August. Okay, yeah, so we have some time here. The comet, listen to this. Yeah. The comet will not return to Earth's skies for another 6,800 years. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to be around. I, I don't think I'm going to be around to see the next next iteration of that. So, yeah, I might have to go out tonight and uh, and I might just have to step out because it's, you know, it's obviously later where I'm at. So uh, I might have to actually go out and see if I can catch a catch a glimpse of this thing. So what do you think? Um, I'm trying to see if there's uh, if it talks about what hemisphere you can see it from. Right I now, I'm looking assume. at I'm looking at shots over Germany, actually. So I'm, I might be in luck. Uh, you can also see shots of it. They've, they've got some shots here over Colorado. So I'm assuming you'll be able to see it where you're at because mm-hmm. you're not that mm-hmm. far. You can see it right. over the United Kingdom. You can see it over China, which is- don't think we have any listeners in China. You can see it over Italy. You can see it over uh, Salzburg and Austria. You can see it over Hungary. Uh, and of course, it's so uh, it passed basically, basically, you've you've you're saying the northern hemisphere of the, of the yes. planet will be able to see it. Yes. Uh, and most probably not yeah. the southern hemisphere, the southern hemisphere. Now, you're probably not going to get a look at it. So if you're a, if you're one of our, our uh, if you're one of our Australia listeners or our New Zealand listeners, I'm, a, I'm sorry. You know, I do apologize. OK, so it says before July 14th, uh, the best time to see it to see it was before sunrise. However, now you'll want to see it in the evening. So you should be able to see it about right now, probably. Right. So there's a Navy ship that's on fire. Yes. Yes. Uh, This has been going on for three days. They still don't know how it started uh, from what I've seen. Uh, They've not said anything about why it's, you know, why it started or, or mentioned anything about what it's burning. I'm assuming it's probably like electronics and, you know, equipment that's inside uh, that's that's on fire right now. But they're saying there's spots on the ship that are reaching temperatures of a thousand degrees. And uh, because of these high temperatures, they're, uh, the the sailors are being rotated in 15 minute uh, firefighting shifts. Uh, so it's pretty hot. Uh, when you get to those temperatures, the metals that they're the ship's made of uh, weakens and uh, it can, you know, cause damage. What started this thing? Uh, I don't know. Um, they don't mention it. Nobody knows. They don't mention. I haven't. I haven't seen what what the cause was. And where's the fire suppression system? I mean, they have trained people on board to be able to deal with this kind of stuff. Uh, it says it says the fire suppression system, which could have put out the initial fire, was not active because it was also receiving maintenance. So the ship was in for maintenance, and that was under uh, maintenance at the time when the Odd. fire started. And this is a carrier. Yeah, this is an amphibious assault vehicle uh, or ship. Interesting. Um, so interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, if they were working with the fire suppression system, I don't know what they're using for fire suppression. If it's just water, like seawater or something, it's a it's a halon. It's a liquefied um, compressed gas. 
So halon is um, basically it's in a liquid state in the in the system, and then when it's released, it goes to a gaseous state, and this causes uh, a chemical disruption with the fire. So basically, it it, it disrupts oxygen supply to the uh, to the fire and puts it out that way. Um, so so uh, anyway, my my assumption was is. What if it was like salt water or something? I could see them working on it, maintenance or something, and electrical short or something like that. Okay, uh, because of you know something, but uh-huh. that's not the case. After all, halon is uh, it's a gas, so right. Uh, Strange. A lot of water there that you know they're dumping on this thing, and obviously it makes it difficult to get inside and put the fire out. Uh, it's like an oven, you know. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, don't really know what they're going to do to put it out. It's been burning for three days now, uh, like I said. So, yeah. So far, it says uh, 57 sailors were injured um, in this. Um, they've been treated for smoke and inhalation and heat exhaustion. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, that um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that one, man. I really don't. Interesting. All right. Uh, we got some gun numbers. Yeah, we got some gun sale numbers. They're on the rise. Yeah. The, yeah. Which I, I wouldn't know. Why Why would you think guns would be on the rise? That just I don't I mean, know. makes no I sense, don't know. right? I mean, it's people have got to be feeling safe and secure right now, more more than now than any other time, right? They've got to be feeling safe oh, and secure. It, it must be it must be the virus. And people are scared of other people wearing masks. Surely, right. you know, not right. wearing masks. Maybe maybe that's what it is. Yeah. 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 Can't have yeah. anything to do with the riots and the and the government not No, no, no. You know, and and more than know. that, it, mm-hmm. if you're if you're contacted by a contact tracer, then you're not allowed to answer that question. If you were attending a protest or or a right. riot, you, you're not allowed to Well, mention. they're not even supposed to ask. So, you know, you can well, get yeah, that's true. And if you try to volunteer, yeah, if you try to volunteer mm-hmm. that information, then they say, oh, no, 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 we, we, we don't we, we're not allowed to ask that. We, we don't know anything about that. Right. Right. So, yeah, that's kind of, you know, uh, clearly that's not the case. You know, no, the virus no. is sentient and knows. Uh huh. Yeah. So um, <laughs> choking aside, the uh, uh, the numbers, more or less uh, January to March of last year. It was about 3.4 million um, background checks. And during the same time period this year, uh, there was 4.8 million, just shy of 5 million background checks. April to June of last year, there was 2.8 million. And April to June of this year, there was 5.4 million. So almost double. And, you know, we're, we're seeing it in, in many states that uh, like California, for example, was almost double uh, the number this month as, as it was uh, compared to last year. And you had other states that were double, like uh, Minnesota, Georgia, Oklahoma, New York. Illinois was actually People get it, uh, man. triple. People get it. They, they know. Yeah. Instinctively, even yeah. if they're out there buying things and they don't know why yet, they know. They have that gut feeling about themselves that they know there's something not right. Well, when the government refuses to protect you, I mean, <laughs> of course, you know. What are you but, talking about, Bruce? I put all my faith in the government, don't you? Uh, the one thing that I am in the pictures of this article, right? They do actually show like you you see one of the practice dummy guns, you know, showing you how to properly handle and safety measures and all that kind of stuff. You can see that they're training, but that's the one thing that I'm concerned about is we do have more sales. Yes. But I'm also concerned people are, you, you know, are they, are they getting training in this? 
especially in the middle of COVID-19 and, you know, this pandemic that's going to kill us all if we don't wear a mask. Are there training courses going on and, and, you know, ensuring that people know how to use a firearm? I want people to have access to them. I want you to have them. And, you know, I honestly have no problem with well, you, you've heard my arguments. I, I think you should be able to buy a tank if you wanted. But I, I also believe that you should know how to use it. So safely. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and th- that's one of the things we had uh, talked about before. Yes, there are classes that are being given. However, they're online classes. So, yes, they are being taught. Uh, but it's it's obviously because of everything's going on with COVID. You have online classes as it relates to things. I, I know somebody, as a matter of fact, that just went through a recertification for their concealed carry. And they did it online. And it was, I mean, with a licensed instructor and everything, they did it online. Apparently, it's apparently it works fine. Uh, apparently, it works fine. However, I mean, as you said, I agree. I agree with you. You need to understand how to responsibly use firearms if you're going to be around them. I mean, I had the luxury of coming up with a family teaching me how to do things and how to not do things and things like that. But I also went through several things coming up as a kid as well. Uh, I was a Boy Scout. We learned shooting there, learned gun safety there. Also, as well as taking hunter safety courses, various hunter safety courses over the years. Mm -hmm. They also teach you about firearm uh, handling and and instruction and cleaning and everything there, proper storage, proper use and all that stuff. So you can never have, as far as I'm concerned, you can never have too much education when it comes to handling firearms as as a private citizen. You never have too much education on that. So those of you that are looking to go out and make purchases, your first purchase possibly on a firearm, do go through the extra steps to understand how to use it properly, uh, how to clean it properly, how to keep it properly, because not only are you protecting someone else, I'm going to use the public health line here, not only are you protecting someone else, you're protecting yourself too. So you have yeah. you have a responsibility in this case to, to understand how to handle that firearm properly. Mm-hmm. Unlike the virus, this, um, this is, uh, firearms are, are fatal. I mean, not saying the virus isn't fatal, but it's more fatal, shall we say. Indeed. Okay, we are going to have to jump out of here this morning. We are at time. Uh, I do apologize. But I will see you later on this afternoon, Bruce. Thank you for sitting down this morning. Thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more. Please check us out later on this afternoon, and I hope everyone has a great morning.